0: Terry, we've been in the book of James. We've been in the first chapter and we've covered a great deal of information in chapter 1 of James. Trials where they come from, we talked about testings, where they come from and how what the word testing means, it means dependency upon God. And we talked about faith and patience, about being double-minded. Right. We've talked about temptations, that temptations do not come from God, that they come from Satan. He's the tempter. We talked about how you need to be able to hear from the Holy Spirit of God for all this to operate in our life. How we want to be led by the Spirit of God. We want the Holy Spirit to renew our mind through reading the Word, studying the Word. And we left off with uh, verse 25. Chapter 1, verse 25. We'll read 25 through 27.
1: Verse 25? Yes. I'm going to read this from the New American Standard. But one who looks intently at the perfect law the law of liberty that's pretty cool <laughs> the law of liberty stop there already yes it's that uh, spirit of life in Christ Jesus the law of liberty
0: understanding what we have in Christ that's yes. what sets us free isn't it
1: amen and abides by it by Ooh. this law of liberty
0: so that means we have to believe the word that we're reading Amen. We have to be listening to the Holy Spirit of God, what He's telling us, in order for us to have liberty. That even prompts us to go backwards here a little bit to double mindedness, doesn't it? Yes. If you have double mindedness, you will no longer have liberty. Because it's going to hold you captive, isn't it? Sure is. And so we want to listen to the Holy Spirit of God so we can have liberty, the law of liberty.
1: Knowing we're backed up here to verse seventeen. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Oh, Knowing yeah. that it
0: comes down from the Father of lights. When you get this in your mind, this is what gives you liberty. Yes. Where you understand where the trials come from. That it comes from the world.
1: Yeah, you've put aside all this filthiness and all that remains of the wickedness and become a doer of the word. And realize
0: that faith comes from God to give us victory. And we have faith through the Word of God It gives us liberty. faith
1: comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God.
0: You can never say that enough. No. This is how it all operates. Yes. It's through reading the Word or by speech, by the power of the tongue.
1: But then prove yourselves. This is verse 22. I've backed up. Prove yourselves doers of the Word and not merely hearers who delude themselves.
0: Man. That's self-examination,
1: Terry. Ooh, yes. Isn't it? That's kind of hard to do from time to time, by the way. As the truth is being exposed in your life, you're growing. It's the truth that sets us free. Well, it's the truth you know that sets us free. As the Holy Spirit of God reveals his word to you, you, begin, you get set free. It's true. It's this liberty. It's this liberty, this law of liberty that's and been s- provided us as a free gift.
0: And Satan, the tempter, is always trying to steal this, isn't he? Sure. He's trying to steal this. And this is where discernment comes in, discerning good and evil. So we don't want to be just hearers of the word. We want to be doers of the word.
1: This book of James is awesome. I've, you know, I've I've shied away from it because, man, I just don't didn't quite get it. But as you read it and reread it, and the Spirit of God reveals things. Yeah, to you. there you go. You meditate on it. What's He really saying here? You and getting it out of the Greek and what was really being said here. It's just it just gets awesome. It gets bigger and bigger all the time. But it's a simple message. Verse twenty three: For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks at his natural face in a mirror. Not only a here, but a doer and that's examining what the holy spirit is telling you is yes, that self-examination again yes
0: and then you respond accordingly
1: yes that self-examination is revealing truth yes that's, that's what i was <laughs> trying to say it's revealing the truth of the, god in you the true nature of god here you go The
0: true nature
1: of God. Yes. And we
0: examine this truth by the fruit of the Spirit, by discernment.
1: His Word is truth.
0: Yes. That's Scripture. Yes. And
1: His truth is edification,
0: exhortation, and comfort. Amen. This is God's character. This is how God operates in our life. And we cannot stress this enough.
1: No. The Word of God teaches us everything we need to know. We just need to apply it. Yes, we you know, need to apply it. Remind yourself, John 10:10. 10, 10, Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. That's truth. Get it in you. And we're stressing this: that Satan is the tempter
0: here on earth, and Jesus is here by the power of the Holy Spirit to give us victory. He's trying to purge out this double-mindedness.
1: And we have the victory. He overcame the world and gave us this free gift, this victory that now we can operate in. And Satan just comes, is trying to steal, kill, and destroy. If you know your position of strength now, you hang on to the truth. Yes. The Word of God. And that that, that sets
0: us free. Read 26. Okay, here we go. (laughs) This, (laughs) This is a good verse.
1: Anyone thinks himself to be religious, and yet does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart. This man's religion is worthless.
0: Wow. Do you see, if you back up like you like to do when you read scripture, self-examination in the mirror, self-examination, it's in your mind, isn't it not? Sure. And you're examining your thoughts, your imagination, what someone said to you, or whether it's an ungodly spirit trying to communicate to you, or whether it's the Holy Spirit. But you're examining in this, and what it's saying here, if anyone among you thinks he's religious, thinks he's religious, and does not bridle his tongue, deceives his own heart, his mind, you're deceiving yourself by not truly examining what comes out of your mouth. If ungodliness is coming out of your mouth and you think that's religion, or if you think that's of God... Because we were talking about works earlier. Yes. If you're just a hearer of the word and don't have works, you're deceiving yourself.
1: Your own heart. You're deceiving your own heart.
0: Yes. Because you know your heart's deceived by what comes out of your mouth.
1: And your religion is worthless. That's <laughs> pretty strong stuff. It is. Whew.
0: Your religion is worthless. It means nothing. You didn't truly examine yourself as what yes. happened.
1: Yes. You weren't really seeking God. He's not trying to condemn us here in any way. He's just trying to get us to press into what God has for us. Are you really seeking me? Are you really wanting to be Christ-like? So then do what's in the next verse. (laughs) Go ahead, read that one. Pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and Father is this, to visit orphans, and widows in their distress, and this is so key too, and to keep oneself unstained by the world. Be not conformed to this world, Romans twelve two. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you're going to have compassion for people. The orphans. Orphans and widows. F- yes. Yep. you've sought the truth of God.
0: You don't look at it from the standpoint, I need to do this for the orphans and the Uh, widows. Or I
1: have to.
0: Yes. You're looking at it from the standpoint of love. Yes. Because you have this character flowing through you now. You've done this self-examination. Am I walking in the spirit of God? And by doing this examination, he's saying you will demonstrate this love to the orphans and widows. But the only way this will happen is keep yourself from the world, the way of the world, that double-mindedness. Don't think the way of the world.
1: If you want to manifest the fruit of God that's in you, and the first fruit is love, you need to renew your mind to the Word of God to find out what is in your spirit now how can i love unconditionally how can i go out and out of the love of god that's in me help orphans and widows well you renew your mind you don't be conformed to this world and it flows because it's not you that's living anymore it's christ in you that's flowing out of you that's how can you you can love unconditionally we can't ever do this in our flesh we have to do it by the Spirit of God that's in us now. His love flowing out of us. His joy, His peace, His long-suffering, His gentleness.
0: Yes. And His gentleness, His long-suffering, His love is unconditional. Where man's love has conditions. You know, a man in the fleshly realm, not by being born again, tries to have compassion for the elderly tries to have compassion for the widows and orphans. We see this through our government programs where the government's trying to reach out to help those in need. We see that through other organizations that have do wonderful works, but they're trying to do it through man's wisdom. And we can jump back to the first part of uh, James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. This is where he's talking about true relationship with God is being totally independent upon God.
1: That awesome nature of God. And and I just went back over here to 1 Corinthians 13. And I'm just going to read it in the American Standard. This is verse 4 of chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians. Love is patient, love is kind, and, and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. This is the Spirit of God in us now if we can begin to believe that that's in us, man, we're going to be able to love those widows and orphans and take care of them and be unspotted from the world. It does not seek its own. It's not provoked. It does not take into account of wrong suffered. does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. We're talking about the truth here, Mitch. We're rejoicing in it, I believe. We're just rejoicing in the truth of God that's being revealed yes. to us. Yes. so awesome. Thank you, Father. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. That's what we want people to begin to grasp by this teaching, that he loves us. He's provided it all for us. He's teaching us here in the book of James what to do, not out of an obligation, but out of love.
0: And how wow. and how we can accomplish this is by dependency on God. Total, total dependency upon him and believing his word. When he says, I'll give you wisdom, do you believe this? Do you believe that God will give you wisdom? You have to come to an understanding of having faith that whatever I ask in his name will be done. You have to have this faith. You have to have this confidence. You have to have this trust. This is the word test. Having this dependency, this trust, this confidence in God. It is testing you. It's testing your mind. Do I have this dependency upon God? Am I trusting in God for wisdom? And when I do, that purges out double-mindedness. And it gives me liberty. And now it's pure religion where I can take care of the widows and orphans in love. Which what this is referring to, I believe, in 27 is just a matter of love. This is what this is what will begin to transpire in your life, is love.
1: Yes. Mitch, how many times have you heard this scripture quoted partially? Pure religion is to take care of the widows and the orphans? Yes. I've heard it all the time. There's a big part to the rest of this. Yes. It all you, ties together, though. Yes, though. it ties together. But if you stop there you're going to get condemned because, well, i got a pure religion. I mean, really truly serving God is going out and thinking you're all the orphans and the widows. And if I'm not doing that, then... <laughs> yeah, I'm in trouble <laughs> somehow yes, or yes. something. And it's not that at all. Because you have to also keep yourself unspotted by the world. Then once you are not conformed to this world, you're transformed, then it's automatic that you wanting to help others.
0: To be unspotted is simply mean I need to be focused in on God. I need to be reading his word. I need to be praying, seeking him, talking to him, just like I'm talking to you. This is how you become unspotted from the world. And it grows dim, doesn't it? Yes. The things of the world begin to dim in your life the more you focus in on God.
1: That spirit of God that's in you that will lead you in all truth. He's in us. He wants to lead us and guide us. He's going to lead us to where we need to put our effort in the natural to help others. Yes. But the big part of it is not to be conformed to this world. It's all one
0: package. It is because that's, this is how it operates. Yeah. If your mind's in the world, you're going to react the way of the world. You're going to have the love of the world. You're not going to have the love of God. The fruit of the Spirit will not flow through you, because you've quenched the Holy Spirit of God, because your mind's on the things of the world. This is how you quench the Holy Spirit, because your mindset's double-minded, because you're trying to operate in certain areas in the world, and not operating in the leading of the Holy Spirit in your life. What we're trying to do, and this is a gradual work, we want to remind folks of this, it's a gradual process that we're, at first, you're controlled by your old way of thinking, but gradually step by step because God's long suffering and he's there all the time. He wants you, if you just grasp a little bit once in a while, he's pleased because he knows you're going to be set free. You're going to have Liberty because you're no longer as double-minded as you were. You're now trusting in him. You're relying upon him for guidance and direction for wisdom. And all he wants to do is set us free from this world until we go be with him.
1: That's why Paul was always, Opening his letters that they would grow in grace and peace. Oh yes. Grow in grace. (laughs) We're growing. And we
0: want others to grow too. Yes. We want them to understand what they can now have through Christ. Faith without works is dead. The only effort on our part is to read God's word and listen to the Holy Spirit and have confidence in Him. This is the work we're to do. Then everything else begins to blossom from
1: that. And you know what? We're nothing special. (laughs) <laughs> we really aren't. It, the next scripture in, in chapter 2 tells us, My brethren, do not hold your faith in our glorious Lord and Jesus Christ with an attitude of personal favoritism. This gift is for all of us, Mitch. It's for you and me and our wives and our friends and our family. It's for the whole world. God sent his son into the world that it might be saved. Not to condemn us, to no, set us free. To set us free.
0: So that should tell you something right there about temptation. If you believe temptation comes from God, we'll read the word and the word says, no, I didn't come to condemn you. I'm not here to tempt you. I'm here to set you free because you're already in bondage by temptations. your lust of the flesh the lust of the eye and pride of life.
1: Let's dive just a little bit into this condemnation. Thing. Okay. Because... We're not trying to bring condemnation at all into your life. The Holy Spirit
0: is giving you exhortation because yes. He's bringing to mind something to help you walk spiritually
1: closer to Him. And your what flesh he's is trying to say, Whoa, that's condemnation.
0: Yes, and it's not. And it's not. No, He's wanting to set you free. And so that's why it goes back up here, Terry, back up the verses here about self-examination of yes. natural man. You examine yourself.
1: Right. We want the Holy Spirit to speak to you. We want that Spirit of God in you to come alive and reveal stuff through His truth.
0: It has to be honesty, doesn't it? Yes. It has to be total honesty in order to grow, to purge out double-mindedness.
1: That's what we were talking about a little bit ago, the truth. Yes. (laughs) Sometimes the truth hurts. (laughs) It does. But if you truly examine yourself...
0: Yes. That truth is what sets you free. Though. Amen. It's not there to condemn you and hold no. you in bondage. If we just can get this in our head that we're the only ones holding ourselves in bondage now. We're not subject to Satan now unless we
1: allow it. That's right. We, we bring be, most of our problems on ourselves. Wrong thinking or whatever. You know, everybody wants to blame the devil. Well, most of the time we just let him come in. But not only that, we blame God a lot of times. Oh, And we can't do
0: that. (laughs) No, it's not from God. If we can drill this in our heads, it's not from God. Temptation does not come from God. He came to set us free. Everyone can be set free that is born again.
1: We have been set free in the Spirit. Yes,
0: in the Spirit, but our mind has not grasped it yet. That's it. And this is what the Holy Spirit is trying to do. The Holy Spirit is trying to reach out to our soulish realm in our mind and trying to set us free by giving us... The Word, in Luke chapter 8 and Mark chapter 4, where we talk about the seed, the parable of the sower. The new seed is what's going to set you free and give you liberty, that new seed by the Word.
1: You've just uh, explained verse 21 here perfectly. Welcome the Word which implanted and rooted in your hearts. It's planted, but then it gets rooted and grounded rooted in your hearts, contains the power, that power to save your soul. Hallelujah. And when
0: we talk about the heart, Tara, we're talking about the mind yes. here. Because when it gets rooted and grounded in your mind, that's what sets you free, because mm-hmm. you have an understanding of this. Yes.
1: And then you're free to go help the orphans, and you're yes. not spotted from the world, and, and God shows up in your life big time, because I'm believing God. He's going to lead me and guide me in every circumstance and situation that comes Up in my life, trial, tribulation, I don't care what it is, God's there for me 24 7. Just stay plugged into Him. What do you like to say all the time? Surrender. Yeah. We just need to give it up. Absolute
0: surrender. When you come to that place in your mind where you're surrendering, man, it's a good feeling. That's where you have the joy. Back in verse 2 of James chapter 1, verse 2, count it all joy because I understand now. Where are the trials coming from?
1: You know, I enlisted in the army and most of the guys I was with were drafted. And I kind of had joy because I, you know, I brought it on myself. They were plucked out. And, you know, you're going to do this. And I, you know, it's, it's the Lord's telling us this as good soldiers now. Count it all joy when you're in the middle of the battle. I got you covered. I'm I got with your you. back. Yes. I'm with you. It's all good. Man, what a way to live as we search the scriptures ourselves and the love of God grows in us. We just want to share God's love. We want to be more like him. Hallelujah. I just want to be more like you, Father.
0: What just came to my mind, Terry, was Jesus. That's what he was trying to tell us all the time. I want you to be like the Father. I want you to be set free. And
1: the book of James is giving us this practical application. If we just grasp it.
0: And apply it to our life. life. We need to just apply it. Apply it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Be good stewards. Don't forget what you look like in the mirror. (laughs) Isn't that good? (laughs) It is. Praise God. We've kind of wrapped up the first chapter of James. And I know I've grown a lot in it. And we want to go on the next time and talk about chapter 2. And it goes on. It begins to talk about what we say to ourselves how we condemn ourselves oh yeah that's good
0: condemning ourselves and see that goes right back to identifying good and evil understanding okay if i'm under condemnation under guilt i know it's not from god because god does not operate under condemnation and guilt because we have the fruit of the spirit that's why it's important to go back and examine ourselves, look ourselves in the mirror, <laughs> say, mm.
1: Get truthful with yourself. Yes. You bet. Remembering this in Romans 8, verse 1 There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. The rest of the verse says, Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Yes. That's what James is telling us to do. Don't walk after the flesh. Walk after the Spirit. Oh. This perfect law of liberty for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. Wow.
0: What is awesome? This just came to my mind. And the Holy Spirit's saying, Paul was saying the same thing as James. Mm. Talking about liberty, talking about not walking in the flesh, but walking in the Spirit. It's the same Holy Spirit working. There's no new message here. We need to walk in the Spirit, and you'll have liberty. If you walk in the flesh, you won't have liberty. And it's not saying God's put you under bondage. No, you put yourself under bondage by not walking in the Spirit of God. You can walk in the Spirit of God. You just need to begin to read the Word and learn to listen to the Holy Spirit that lives within you. Believe you can hear from the Holy Spirit.
1: You know, these are laws, like the law of gravity, it, wor- it works all the time. Yes. And it's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And it set us free so that we can be righteous. We were made righteous. And now it can show up in that fleshly realm, the righteousness of God that's in us. As we listen to that Holy Spirit of God in us. It manifests in our it life. It manifests. That righteousness of God that's in us manifests itself in the flesh, in because, the physical realm.
0: Because there's no more devil-mindedness.
1: That's right. Boy, this all just goes round and round. <laughs> it does. It's just, it's just like, it's just... we started here, and now we're right back where we started again. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love the, how the Holy Spirit, first of all, put the Word together. That's how
0: you know it's inspired.
1: Yeah. You read it here in, in Romans, and you hear it, read it over here in James, and you read it in many other places. It's all because of the love of God that he shed abroad on all of us. Yes. It's so amazing. God loves us. God loves us. We, we need, need to thank just Thank you, Jesus.
0: We just need to keep meditating upon this. God loves us because this renews your mind. If you think of nothing else, think of God loves you.
1: He loves me in spite of me. Yes. He loves <laughs> me. Hallelujah. That'll set you free. That'll 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 bring forth the joy. So, thank you, Father, for the blessings of your word. You're an awesome God. And we just love you. Praise your holy name. Amen.